I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane, and this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com and download our episodes for free at SoundCloud and iTunes. To the bumper. On today's Imperfect Podcast, we have Robert Craighead. He's been a notable character actor in Hollywood for over 30 years, with roles in over 40 feature films, hundreds of television appearances, performed in over 100 stage productions across the U.S., and recently seen success as a country music singer. Currently, he's on a series as Sheriff Mobley on Tyler Perry's new hit drama, Too Close to Home, and has been a reoccurring guest star for the last two seasons as Sergeant Clark on Fox's comedy sensation New Girl. This year, we'll also see the release of a couple new feature films he'll be starring in, including the Western The Mustanger and The Lady, where he will play one of the most despicable characters he's ever portrayed, and The Tiger Hunter, a new comedy co-starring with Danny Pudi, John Heater, and Kevin Pollack. I'm looking forward to talking to Robin. Yeah, so he's, am I. He's a, uh, he's a very... Um, he's an actor's actor. He's a guy who's out there and he's constantly working and he's constantly, uh, out there being in a little bit of everything. Um, I know he's got a big connection to Danny Trejo. He's, he's, uh, been in a bunch of films that Danny's been in. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to talking yeah, to him. So am I. So let's get to Robert. Robert, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, we just uh, we're excited to have you. You've you've had a quite a career as an actor, and uh, we're excited to kind of pick your brain about it, um, and and uh, learn some things from you. <laughs> well, pick away. I'm ready pick to away. be picked. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna start out. Um, what brought you to L.A.? Uh, you were originally from Texas, and you moved yourself into L.A. Well, uh, whenever I turned uh, 18 years old, I graduated from high school and I went I went to college briefly and uh, I, I was talking to a counselor and uh, they were telling me about all these classes that I had to take, you know, mostly I wanted to do theater classes mm -hmm. and they said, well, you've got to do like, uh, you know, math and science, stuff like that. And I'm like, but but why, you know, and they're like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be an actor. So they recommended I go to a professional acting school and uh, I auditioned for Juilliard's and the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and was accepted to both, but I didn't want to move to New York. Being a Texas boy, I need a little bit more open space around uh -huh. me. And, uh, and plus I'm a big, uh, fan of the movie industry and I wanted to get out here and, uh, uh start working as an actor. And so I came out here right away. Uh, how long ago? How long ago? Not to date you or put a put a date on how old you are. Ask how old you are. How long have you been in the acting business? Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, 1980. I came out here. 1980. Yeah, and uh, you know I had a couple of runs in the industry. I left for a little while. Um, I just came back actually uh, about five six years ago uh, after being gone for. 11 years, uh, raising my daughter and whatnot. I, I had, I had, what had happened was I was on a soap opera. I was on the bold and the beautiful, uh, for three years. And when that gig ran out, I, uh, at that time I kind of like lost my manager. I lost my agent uh, because they had retired or, uh, closed their business or whatever, for whatever reason, I'm like going, Oh my God, I got to start all over. So mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to take a little break for a little while and spend some time with my daughter. And then, uh, you know, 
as time goes on, it kind of like just snowballed. Well, time goes on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How does uh, you know the, the relationship between an actor and a, a an agent? Um, that's always a, a, a can be tumultuous at times, or it can be the most friendly thing ever. Uh, in your experiences, what what has uh, what has that been like for you? Because obviously, you've had more than one agent throughout your career. Well, actually, I. <laughs> Actually, I'm on my fourth agent uh, just since I've come back into the business uh, five years ago. So, but the one that I'm with right now is one that I courted for two years. That uh, uh, her and I were together 20 years ago. Uh, Gloria Hinojosa, uh, she represents Danny Trejo. Uh, she's helped mold his career, uh, as well as a lot of other wonderful actors. But uh, um, anyway, Gloria. Kind of, you know, talk me through how to how to uh, build myself up, uh, and and eventually uh, the agency signed me on. So now I'm with them. I'm very happy with them. Very cool. Um, coming out of the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, um, you started in and working in TV, but it also says here that you have a uh, theater background. Um, looking at the differences between theater and film. What what is uh, some of the positives of each? Well, I mean, yes, my my background is theater. I mean, uh, and I still do theater whenever I can. Uh, unfortunately, the problem in Los Angeles is uh, theater does not pay very well, uh, not like television and film. So, and it costs quite a bit of money, as you know. You live in New York, so yeah, it's it's about the same as it is here. Uh, it costs you quite a bit of money to live here, so. Um, so theater for me is more about, uh, you know, uh, just the love, the love of uh, performing in front of a live audience, uh, getting that immediate reaction, uh, being able to uh, experiment, expand myself in roles that possibly I wouldn't uh, be um, given the opportunity to in film or television. Uh, so that, that's what it is for me. Yeah. Well, we know you've uh, you've done roles in uh, drama and comedy. Uh, is that do you prefer one over the other? Actually, I really, I really don't. But I guess if I was put on the spot, I would say I would probably prefer a dramatic role um, because, I mean, in either drama or comedy, you're able to bring elements of the other into each one of them, mm. but. Uh, some of my favorite characters uh, over the years in films, uh, like uh, Jack Nicholson in, in The Departed, mm. uh, he was like the most despicable person, the biggest asshole you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. But yet, there were times that you're laughing about yeah. what he's saying or what he's doing. It's just, it's the guy you love to hate. Right. So there's those comedic elements. And I try and find that in all of my characters. Uh, and then also in my dramatic, in my comedic roles, like uh, uh, working on New Girl, a lot of the comedy comes from uh, uh, the dr the drama that you bring to it. It's like you know, saying things, you know, it's like that Naked Gun thing. You know, it's like you know where you're where you're being really really serious and you're saying the most absurd thing imaginable. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like surely you're not serious. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. Well, let me let me ask you something. Is, is Jack Nicholson a big influence on you? Because you brought him up. 
I know you're going to say I sound like him and I look I, like well, him. Well, it's, it's, it's not so much the look as you have that same sort of uh, delivery oh. as him. And and right. this is in even in roles that I saw you play um, in your in your acting reel and, and some other things I've seen you in. You you have a sort of similar type of um, delivery. And that's yeah, a positive exactly. thing. Actually, there's not, uh, there's, there's, yeah, Jack Nicholson, I love Jack. Uh, I mean, no, he, I'm, he's one of my idols, but there was never, uh, it, I don't even realize how people compare me, my vocal qualities or anything, or, or my demeanor, because, uh, I mean, as I said, I grew up in Texas. Jack grew up in, in New York or New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I've got a little bit of an accent, and you know, I, 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 I don't know. I guess it's just uh, the way my demeanor, I guess, is 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 what makes people think and compare, and the vocal quality. But uh, yeah, no, I never try. I never think of Jack Nicholson when I'm playing a role. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more natural. <laughs> he's the last. He's the last person on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> work with him though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I met him uh, quite a few years ago. I was on the set for um, uh, what is it, anger management, and uh, he was standing inside. He wasn't even on for the day, but he happened to be there. And I remember walking over to him, and I just went, you know, hey, Mr. Nicholson, I'm a, a big fan. And I shook his hand because you don't think I ever heard that one before. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so candid and just such a perfect Jack moment. And I went, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be a big thrill of mine as well. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I got to shake his hand. I was like, and that was about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, you're, uh, you're in the business and, and you've basically, you know, you've been in the business for quite a long time and people now are calling you an overnight success. Um, You're someone who has definitely all of a sudden in the past few years come up in the ranks and really been in the eye of the public in a lot of roles that you're doing. Where, um, you know, what do you consider yourself an overnight success? Um, well, I think I've, I've achieved more success in the last few years, definitely. Uh, and I, I think I might attribute that to, uh, you know, early on in my career because I had this deep voice. And whenever I was a young man, it really didn't match. So people always told me, they said, when you're older, you're going to work a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, a lot more than I was. I mean, and I, I worked as a young man and just, uh, not as much as I am now. And, uh, I think whenever I, uh, came back into the business, uh, it was, I was older, wiser, um, looking at, I'm more secure, uh, in financially and, and whatnot. And, and, uh, so I think I'm just having more fun with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that shows in my work and it makes everything a lot easier. Everything's not do or die. Oh, my God, I've got to make it or break it, you know, like a young person would. And you get the, the tunnel vision and, um, you know, and I, if there was any advice I would give to a young actor is, is uh, have more fun with what you're doing. Don't. Don't make it so do or die. Be in it for the long run. It's a it's a marathon. It's it's uh, that that's what the business is. It's about the longevity. It's not about a flash in the pan, you know. So. Right, right. So well, currently uh, you're on a show called uh, Too Close to Home, 
uh, uh, by Tyler Perry. Um, how did you end up landing that role? Well, it was uh, really all happened really quickly. Um, uh, I, you know, I live in Los Angeles. They were auditioning people in Atlanta and New York, and uh, um, I was one of the last roles cast. And my agent called me on a Friday evening, and he said, "I know this is really unusual, but can you go in Saturday tomorrow morning?" and read for this role for Kim Coleman. And uh, I said, sure, you know, so I went in um, and the role felt very comfortable to me coming from a small town in Texas. And uh, I was playing the sheriff in a Mm -hmm. small town in Alabama. So I kind of had uh, um, kindred spirit with him, you know. So uh, I went in, Kim and uh, Mark Swinton, who's executive producer, I didn't know it at the time was sitting there and uh, they said, well, I think we definitely want to have you come back on Monday and meet with uh, Mr. Perry. And I was like, sure. Great. So I did. And on Monday I met with Mr. Perry in a very swank hotel uh, on Sunset Boulevard. And uh, a lot of other actors were there reading for the role. And I was one of the last ones to read. And he had me do uh, one little scene as opposed to, I had a couple of long scenes and he said, we're just going to do the phone call. And I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going on. Uh, great. You don't know whether that's get... a good sign or a bad sign. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but I mean, he had obviously had seen my tape from the, uh, the audition. So, um, I go, I said, all right. And then he's like looking at my resume and he says, Oh, so you sing country music? And I said, yeah, I can sing some. And he goes, sing me a country song. So I start singing him a country song. Fortunately, I had just been doing a play, a uh, world premiere play about a country and western singer. Mm-hmm. And so I sang one of the songs from the show, and he goes, uh, okay, great, thank you. I get in my car, I'm heading home. My agent called and said they want to hire you for Too Close to Home. Uh, so that was on a Monday. By Thursday, I was in Atlanta. So, and wow. uh, yeah, that's how fast yeah. it happened. And it's been a good experience. I mean, you're you're obviously still on the show, so that's a positive thing. Knock <laughs> on wood, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you well, go, throwing back to your soap opera days, you know, you get killed off and you don't know, and it's, you never know day to day. Or, or in, you can just wind up disappearing, like I, like my character kind of did. Yeah, know? yeah. So it was like all of a sudden, <laughs> no more scripts coming. <laughs> so uh, what what is it like working with Tyler Perry? He was probably one of the most talented, brilliant, generous men I've ever met in my life. Um, he uh, treats his people uh, like first class in every aspect. Um, he he does, however, expect you to give 150% all the time. And I mean, that goes from... Uh, any crew member of grip or, or, you know, whatever PA to uh, the biggest star on the show. And, um, because he's giving his 150%. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and everybody does it. I mean, whenever I first got to the studio, I noticed that, um, everyone smiles all the time and mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on here, man? This isn't, this isn't normal. And, and then I, began to realize that they're genuinely happy. And uh, there's, there, you know, if you're being treated well, you're having fun what you're doing, 
and you're and you're doing what you do well, why not be happy? I guess so. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody smiles constantly on the, on the set, and uh, we work really hard, really fast, and uh, I have I have so much admiration for the man. Yeah, that's awesome. 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 Yeah. Um, you have some other projects coming up right now that you're working on. Yeah, well, actually, in, in addition I, to I, obviously not in place of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, definitely. In addition to actually, I've written a screenplay that uh, I've got some uh, some people interested in in producing, and it's about a country and western singer. It's kind of like um, a cross between uh, Crazy Heart. And since you're a Jack Nicholson fan, uh, uh, the Crossing Guard. Excellent. So, <laughs> so it, it's kind of like a, a kind of a weird combination there. But uh, I've got definitely it's definitely unique. And I have Paul Overstreet, who is a good friend of mine, uh, who is a multiple CMA and Grammy Award winning singer songwriter, and he has agreed to uh, write the music for the film. And we've already, I've already been in Nashville and started recording some songs. He and I have recorded a few together. And uh, um, Brad Benedict, who plays uh, JB mm -hmm. on Too Close to Home, is uh, is is uh, loves is in love with the script, and he's going to be playing my son. And um, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it, I'm hoping that we get into production by the end of the year. So that's awesome. Uh, um, yeah. Now your your country uh, music background here, uh, we didn't even really delve into that yet. Uh, you've been doing this for a little while now, right? Well, actually, you know, it's something people have always, you know, I always joked around singing country music, you know, mm -hmm. but um, you know, people always said, "Hey, you got a great voice. You should do country music," or or compared me to Johnny Cash or Waylon Jennings, and uh, so good Conway I would and think. I, I'm sorry. A good Conway Twitty, I would think. <laughs> He's a little high for me, you oh. know, as far as the vocal quality. But uh, yeah, I love Conway. But the uh, uh, what happened was I wound up uh, getting involved in this world premiere country musical, and um, in this movie, I'd had in my mind for years and years and years, probably 15 years, and I sat down and I wrote it and. Paul Overstreet, the musical that I did was based, it was an original musical based on 17 of his top hit songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, like Forever and Ever, Amen, uh, Seeing My Father and Me, and When You Say Nothing at All, etc. Yeah. And so I said, uh, I said, Paul, would you be interested in writing the songs for the movie? And he and I became really, really close. And, uh, and I recorded a couple of country songs um, and uh, actually I had recorded before that uh, I had recorded two songs put them out on iTunes before I had met Paul and uh, they're out there right now they're a lot of fun uh, but uh, I'm not looking to get rich off of iTunes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's like a new experience for me. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm actually doing a show here in a few weeks in Santa Monica, um, and Fred Benedict will be performing with me as well. And we have a live country band, and 
there's going to be some other surprise guests in there as well, but uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and, and, and an experience. I'm trying to get the experience uh, for my role coming up in the film uh, of uh, singing in bars and singing country music in front of live audiences. Yeah, it's excellent. Obviously, you see we're musicians, so from the wall of guitars behind oh, yeah. us. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's always an interesting thing to me to see an a actor who is also a musician and also, you know, into both ends of the fields. Cause to me, it's always performance. It's a, it's, it's a performance, whether you're, uh, singing in front of somebody or playing a guitar or, or getting up and reading a dramatic role or a comedic role. To me, it's a performance. I mean, that's, well, yeah, it's still, it's a performance, but I did notice something. Cause I mean, I've been, I've been, performed and sang in front of audiences and shows thousands of times. And it was it last last Saturday night, uh, my guitar teacher, he said, well, I'm doing a gig over at this at the Oyster Bar Saloon. He goes, why don't you come over and uh, and sing a couple of songs? And you know, I have a couple of new songs. And uh, he said, well, you know, he said, why don't you come and sing them? So I went over there and I did. And I want to tell you, I was never more nervous because I didn't even think of this. But when you're singing in a in a bar. People aren't really necessarily paying attention to you. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> it's like it's like all of a sudden you hear, hey, you don't know if they're yelling at you or if you know people are laughing. And I'm up there going, uh, <laughs> just trying to struggle through and get through the songs. You always, you always <laughs> so, think of the Blues Brothers uh, movie <laughs> when they're getting the beer bottles thrown at them and. <laughs> Well, that didn't happen. Fortunately, no. <laughs> served bottles in this bar, so they glasses, so nobody was going to break. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you know, this this has been awesome. Can you give a little piece of advice? I, I mean, we like to, to pose ourselves as an educational thing for people coming up. Uh, for actors getting into the business, can you give us a couple pieces of advice for anybody who's looking to break into this now? Well, I, I would say uh, probably one of the most important things is to uh, get a solid foundation for your work. Um, I mean, in this day and age, there's a lot of uh, social media stars, and um, that's all fine and good. Uh, uh, but I strongly encourage uh, everyone to to get training if you're an, if you're wanting to be an actor or a singer, or a musician. Get a solid background behind you um, because the opportunities uh, when they present themselves to you. Um, you know, you've got to be able to, uh, to get the job done mm -hmm. and uh, make sure that people want to keep hiring you. And, uh, that's, that's kind of what I did when I came out here at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts was because you weren't allowed to work professionally while you were going to school there. And, uh, so for three years, that's all I did. It was kind of like, you remember the show fame? Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, you're doing dance and vocal lessons, singing lessons, dialect, uh, uh, acting classes. You're doing the classics and you're doing productions of plays. And so that's all you do. Eight hours a day is is uh, is classes like that. And so, you know, I felt I got I was given a strong foundation and I continue uh, to train. Um, it's kind of like I'm invited to speak at places to young actors occasionally and the one thing i tell them is is acting is kind of like you know uh, a baseball player you can't 
go out there and hit home runs during the game if you don't go to batting practice. Hmm. So you've got to continue to sharpen your, your tool and, and you know stay on top of your craft. That's probably the soundest advice I could give. Well, Robert, uh, is there any place that anyone can get in touch with you to uh, you know ask you questions on Twitter or you want to give us any sort of handles that you have? Or Sure, sure. I, uh, you can reach me on Twitter, Robert Craighead, at Robert Craighead. You can reach me on Instagram at Robert Craighead. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Robert Craighead. And, uh, I, and then I have a fan page for Sheriff Mobley as well on Twitter and on Facebook. And it's uh, at Sheriff Mobley. Yeah. So That's you can reach me at any of those places. That's excellent, Robert. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And we appreciate it. And we wish you the best of luck in the future. Yes. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on the show. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at HeckLocane.com and download all of our episodes for free at SoundCloud and iTunes. To the bumper. <laughs> I totally fucking. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Fuck. <laughs> to the bumper. <laughs>